I, I do love the cowardly lion. Maybe my favorite character in the whole hard movie. Not, hard not to. Yeah. Buh. <laughs> <laughs> you could have seen Brandon's face. Too. <laughs> 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 Pulp Fiction, the top five edition. This week, in honor of Zootopia being released and making bukus of money, we decided to come up with our top five favorite animal movies of all time. What that means is basically any movie that has an animal as the main character or one of the main characters, that qualifies for our list. Any stipulations? Oh, by the way, I'm Brandon Rabar, joined as always by Jacob Crisp and Rachel Jamison here on Pulp Fiction. So this could go a lot of different ways. You know, there are a lot of characters that you could kind of call animals, kind of not call animals. You can talk cartoons, real life animals. What were your stipulations, if any? Yeah, and we and we generally don't like if I have a stipulation, they don't have to follow the rules. So right. my stipulations. We're like, no aliens, nothing supernatural, no, you know, giant dinosaurs, uh, and, you know, no giant gorillas. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm going along the same lines. I, I just, I really wanted to include Godzilla and King Kong. Yeah. But I kind of was like, well, they're animals, maybe, but they're really more monsters. To me, right. like, their they're first description, I would call them a monster before I would call them an animal. So I decided not to include those. Yeah, and the biggest one for me, I think, is uh, for me is I'm excluding cartoons. Wait, yeah, that's a big one. Are you or am I? <laughs> <laughs> you just played yourself, Rachel. Uh, any stipulations for you? No. Rachel likes awesome. to go stipulation free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it opens me up for a lot more movies that I want to talk about instead of limiting myself to like Lassie. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to talk about. No, it. seriously, this could have been like a big downer of a list. Could if be. it was just live action. Uh, yeah, those real animals, live movies, animals die a lot a in those. Lot. <laughs> a lot. Um, all right, so let's just jump into our top five. Top five favorite animal movies of all time. Jacob, your number five favorite animal movie of all time. Um, Please I, tell me it's always, Lassie. The, the fifth one's always the, <laughs> the fifth one's always the weirdest one. Uh, I have Turner and Hooch in here. I love Turner and Hooch. I think Turner and Hooch is a great movie. I've seen it multiple times throughout the years. I've even seen it recently. Have y'all? No. I haven't seen Turner and Hooch when I was 10. But I, or no, for probably about 10, 15 years. But when I was like a kid slash teenager, I watched the heck out of some Turner and Hooch. I know it was on Netflix last year. It was may it? may still be there. I need to rewatch it. And, uh, you know, it stars Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> Just the one. <laughs> Just the one. <laughs> it was so long ago. It was back when he was singular. <laughs> okay. Mary Winningham, Craig T. Nelson, and Reginald Bell Johnson. He wanted to <laughs> distinguish himself from the comedy actors. When he became a dramatic actor, that's when he became He Mr. added Hanks. the S. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so much more fancy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just a it's just a fun cast a fun movie it's a good cop you know partner movie where you have a dog you know as his sidekick uh there are a couple of movies like this back around because this came out in 1989 you know another one i can think of is canine, canine where it's, with uh, james, james belushi, james belushi. Yep. 
I always think of them together because of that yes, same exact thing. Because it came out right around the same It's weird. Movies will do that. Like, just all of a sudden, like, when The Prestige and The Illusionist came yes, out. Like, that happens a lot. Or in the 80s, there's that whole role reversal, like, like, like Father Like Son, vice versa, where they switch bodies. Big was in it's kind of the same thing. Oh, like vein. Freaky Friday? Yeah. Freaky Friday. That happened. Like, it's weird. Things like that will happen. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's right. That, that, that's a good example. Um, but to me, this is kind of reminiscent of like lethal weapon you know those types of action films that we no longer really have where they're strong character based they don't blow up too much stuff really it's kind of a simple story uh they're just trying to track down the bad guy just solve a case as opposed to like these giant shootouts and that sort of thing um but with hooch in particular because you know we're not going to do spoilers when we do our lists but he was a fun dog because his interaction or tom hanks interaction with this dog was hilarious, classic, because uh, you put Tom Hanks in these types of roles and he's just perfect for them. Um, where it's just like this good guy coming in, uh, he's giving up a role uh, to um, to Reginald Val Johnson. And so, you know, he's kind of mentoring him, but then he's got like this final case he's got to solve with this man that he's familiar with who was murdered. And he kind of adopts his dog to help track down the guy who murdered him. Um, just a good solid movie. I mean, it's still really well done. I mean, yeah. I don't think it's really too outside the line as, I mean, it has a six point on IMDb, but I mean, it's, I don't think it was very, not, not ridiculous. That's what I'm getting at. It's, it's, no, it it's a ridiculous. good solid uh, cop movie. Yeah, it is. And I, and I think at the time it was, I mean, it was kind of considered a family friendly movie while still being smart enough and well done enough to be. Like an adult movie. Yes. Well, what's surprisingly, you know, it's PG, but like there is it PG. Personally, it should be PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah. I, I was wanted to so. be radar, but I guess there wasn't a lot of cussing in it. But uh, they were a lot of, looser with the ratings back then. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, I'm thinking about uh, oh, to get away from the rating part of it. I'm thinking about some of the best scenes in this movie are when Tom Hanks is in his house with the dog for the first night, and. Uh, you know, Hooch gets into his shoes or slobbers yeah. all over the house or just butts his head through a door yeah. and locks Tom Hanks out of his house when he's in his underwear. You know, it's just, it's just a, a lot of fun moments. And if you haven't seen this movie at all, you, it's definitely a must see, especially if you're an animal, an animal lover. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't watched it in a while, it's a great rewatch. Good choice. I'm glad you said it's, it's one of my honorable mentions. I thought I was going to be all clever and be the only one that thought of turn Hooch. Really? <laughs> yeah, I thought it would be. I guess it was on a lot of the... I hadn't even stuff. seen it since I was a little kid, and I even thought of Turner right, and Hooch. Well, fine. <laughs> Rachel, your number five favorite animal movie of all time. I gave this one to Fantastic Mr. Fox. Good choice. Nice. Uh, you're making a weird face at me right no, now, I was, Brandon. I, I, I was upset I didn't think of it. <clears throat> yeah, me too, actually. Um. <laughs> I, until Fantastic Mr. Fox, not a big Wes Anderson fan, like, think he's definitely talented. And we've talked about Wes Anderson kind of at length on this podcast before. But I really liked Fantastic Mr. Fox. It was stop motion, which was already cool. But I thought the story was really interesting. I thought the characters were really interesting. I thought it was funny and clever. Uh, And, of course, it looked beautiful as well. The voice actors were fantastic. George Clooney was great as uh, Mr. Fox. Has a huge cast. It does have a huge cast, but Wes Anderson movie, so that would make sense. Right. Um, but I just really enjoyed it. It cracked me up every time they said cuss instead of actual cuss words. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was just, it was, it was 
quirky enough without being too quirky, and that's what I really liked. It. I feel like Wes Anderson kind of pulled back the reins a little bit and didn't go too far out there, um, but still delivered a really interesting story, but through a cast of animals. Yeah. Do you think that because you don't like any Wes Anderson before that, do you think that liking this one helped you like this future ones more? Like kind of no. was the bridge or? No, I was just surprised that I liked it and I figured that it was a fluke, but I've actually liked everything that he's done since then. Yeah. So I know, I know. And Jacob's the That's complete insane. opposite, the complete opposite. <laughs> I am. Um, but yeah. There's I, definitely a transition for him. I think that there was definitely kind of almost a, well, I mean, you could say it's fantastic Mr. Fox or you could say it was, um, Help me out, guys. The one where uh, they went. The Darjeeling Limited, the the Aqua, the. No, the, the camping one. Oh. Um, Moonrise Kingdom? Moonrise, Moonrise Kingdom. Kingdom. I kind of feel like he's shifted a little bit since then. And his more recent movies since then, I think, have been more um, kind of broader. The, the comedy has been a little bit more Definitely. broad and not quite as quirky and as it was before. Yeah. And, I mean, for some people, like me and Rachel, I, we've liked them more, but then for you, you've liked them less. Well, I don't think his movies are as funny as they used to be. I mean, there was a... See, I think they're way funnier yes, than yes, they used really, to be. I don't, I, don't, I don't hardly at all. I, I, used to, I mean, that's why I love Real Tenenbaums and um, what's the other one? Um, Rushmore. 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 Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't find... I didn't find it like Darjeeling Limited. Not Darjeeling. Oh, that was not good at all. But I didn't find... Gosh dang, what's this? The Grand Budapest... Or I loved Grand Budapest. I did too. Or the the Kingdom Moonrise Kingdom near as funny as I did Real Ten and Bombs or Rushmore. See that's that's what I'm Strange. saying is so funny though. Like we're the exact opposite. We've actually liked them more and thought them more funnies. I think there's definitely has been a definite difference in his more recent ones as opposed to his earlier ones. Now I think Grand Budapest Budapest is a great movie, but as far as like the Wes Anderson that I really enjoy watching, it's. Don't He's like definitely drifted. I don't know that if that comes with more pressure. He wants to get more recognition or awards. He's kind of putting in more different types of dialogue in his movies and just kind of straying away from hitting a certain niche audience. Yeah. Yeah. I anyway, agree. but Fantastic Mr. But Fox. anyway, I really like Fantastic <laughs> Mr. Fox. Uh, and I didn't, I mean, like you talked about the cast as George Clooney, of course, which I mentioned, Meryl Streep, Jason Schwartzman, of course, uh, Bill Murray is in it, uh, William Defoe is in it, Owen Wilson. So, like, some really big name actors were in it. Anyways, I really liked Fantastic Mr. Fox. Don't buy this tree, Foxy. You're borrowing at nine and a half with no fixed rate, plus moving into the most dangerous neighborhood in the country for someone of your type of species. You're exaggerating, Badger. <laughs> I'm sugar coating it, man. This is Boggus, Bunce, and Bean, three of the meanest, nastiest, ugliest farmers in the history of this valley. Really? Tell me about them. All right. Walt Boggus is a chicken farmer, probably the most successful in the world. He weighs the same as a young rhinoceros. He eats three chickens every day for breakfast, lunch, supper, and dessert. That's 12 in total per diem. Nate Bunce is a duck and goose farmer. He's approximately the size of a pot-bellied dwarf, and his chin would be underwater in the shallow end of any swimming pool on the planet. His food is homemade donuts with smashed-up goose livers injected into them. Frank Bean is a turkey and apple farmer. He invented his own species of each. He lives on a liquid diet of strong alcoholic cider, which he makes from his apples. He's as skinny as a pencil, as smart as a whip, and possibly the scariest man currently living. 
That's a great choice, Rachel. Thank you. And it's one that I completely forgot about, and I'm a little upset at myself for that. <laughs> I wouldn't have included it still, but I'm glad that you did. <laughs> kind of like Sting. <laughs> yeah. I don't really listen to his music, but the fact that he's making it, I respect that. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> my number five, I struggled so hard. There's like ten movies I want to squeeze into my Five's number five. Five's the hardest, man. It's always the hardest. And I don't know. I, I feel like we all just kind of pick one that maybe isn't our fifth favorite, but we just want to talk about it. That's what I did here. Yeah. Um, my number five is Shrek. Um, I decided on this. Uh, remember, our stipulation is because the donkey. Donkey's the second main okay. character in Shrek, and our our stipulation here is either the main character or one of the main characters is an animal. And since Donkey is the second main character, then of course you have Puss in Boots becomes a main character later on too. I love Puss in Boots. Yeah, Puss in Boots is awesome. <laughs> but I thought about it. You know, when Shrek first came out. I was like, this is one of my favorite animated movies I've ever seen. If you remember... Oh, Shrek was amazing. It was yeah. amazing. The first one was amazing. Yes. The, se- the sequels were hit and miss, but the first one was hilarious. But and the it was, first one was kind of groundbreaking. It, that's way. what I was going to say. That's what I was leading into. It was, no, 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 you're good. It, it was pioneering. It was it was the first one that was tongue-in-cheek, kind of broke the fourth wall. Kind of refer- It was self-referential and like kind of poked fun at the whole... Fairy tale cartoon, like it, it nursery rhymes, it kind of flipped it all on its head, yeah. and it you know it got all of its humor based mostly on the fact of we're spinning this around and we're gonna kind of flip it on its head, and it was so so funny. Uh, and Donkey being one of the main characters, I thought was hilarious. I mean, really, it's probably Eddie Murphy's best role since the eighties. Honestly, you could probably argue it's his best role since the eighties. Uh, that or Dreamgirls, I guess. Dreamgirls would be the only, only other thing. Right. But, I mean, Eddie Murphy's hilarious in this. I mean, yeah. he's he's yeah. really, really funny. Uh, and the character Donkey is really funny. Uh, but but the movie, I just love the first Shrek. I kind of forget sometimes, maybe because the sequel's being hit and miss, how much I really loved that first one and how different it was. And really, it kind of, since then, movies and really animated movies have done this a lot. I mean, when you look at whether it be Tangled or Enchanted, all these movies kind of, you know, poking fun at the animated yeah. princess storyline. Uh, but Shrek was the first to do it. Well, two more things I want to add on to that is that I think Shrek really it was aimed more at adults than it was yes, children. for sure. I did watch it with my sister's kids who are back and they loved it. But I still think it's it's it nailed it just hit so many points to adults, probably because we grew up with those tales. Yeah. Donkey? What are you doing? I would think of all people you would recognize a wall when you see one. Well, yeah. But the wall's supposed to go around my swamp, not through it. It is, around your half. See, that's your half and this is my half. Oh, your half. Hmm. Yes, my half. I helped rescue the princess. I did half the work. I get half the booty. Now hand me that big old rock, the one that looks like your head. Back off. No, you back off. This is my swamp. Our swamp. Let go, donkey. You let go. Stubborn jackass. Smelly ogre. Fine. <laughs> hey, 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 come back here. I'm not through with you yet. Well, I'm through with you. Uh-uh. You know what? You is always me, me, me. Well, guess what? Now it's my turn. So you just shut up and pay attention. You are mean to me. You insult me and you don't appreciate anything that I do. You always push me around or pushing me away. Oh, yeah? Well, if I treated you so bad, how come you came back? Because that's what friends do. They forgive each other. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're right, donkey. I forgive you. 
for stabbing me in the back. The the other point on on that is that really Shrek was done by DreamWorks, mm-hmm. and yeah. that was the first movie that was that major that wasn't really a Disney movie, I believe. I believe it Which, was, especially yeah. in the 3D department. Like, yes, you know, but at that point, it had been Toy Story, Ants. You know, probably. Yeah, it was um, just Disney Pixar, right? So it showed that other companies can do, you know, these 3D films as well. So that was a big deal that Shrek it had was. been that successful. Yeah, it was. It was groundbreaking in a lot of ways. Uh, so my number five, Shrek. Jacob, your number four favorite animal movie of all time. My number four is without a doubt, Babe. That was Good one. Choice. That was one that I had a hard time. At one point, it was my number five. Yeah, so Babe it was, came out in 1995. It's a story about a a little pig that wants to be a sheepdog, mm-hmm. technically, and and because pigs are supposedly as smart as dogs, that they can kind of pull off this story where you know this pig herds these sheep around. And but the idea also behind Babe too is that he's a sweet, kind little pig who um, just wants to. You know, do good. He's really naive. He's a mm-hmm. child, really, in, in in so many ways, and doesn't understand what what the purpose of each yeah. animal is on the farm. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. Get him up, pig. He wants you to drive them out of the yard. Away to me, pig. Remember, you have to dominate them. Do that, and they'll do anything you want. Go, go. Woof, 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 woof. This is ridiculous, Mom. Nonsense. It's only your first try. But you're treating them like equals. They're sheep. They're inferior. Oh, no, they're not. Of course they are. We are their masters, babe. Let them doubt it for a second and they'll walk all over you. Try! Get that pig out of there! Make them feel inferior. Abuse them. Insult them. Try! They'll laugh at me. Then bite them. Be ruthless. Whatever it takes, bend them to your will. Enough! Go on. Go. Move along there, you... You, uh... Big buttheads! <laughs> Other things, you know, Babe was up for Best Picture. I think yep. a lot of that was because of the CGI that was done in the movie. It was used as a tool, not as a major thing. Right. And so these animals were able to voice to each other. I guess they had never really quite done anything like this at the time. And yeah, no, no other movies had been done really. No, it Maybe was... it wasn't like a Howard the Duck where it was that obvious. Right. right. You know, were they yeah. using these, you know, it was... Oh, maybe... Howard the Duck, I forget. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, 95, was that also uh, Forrest Gump where they were using CGI? No, that was, Forrest Gump was 94. Is that 94? Okay, yeah. so it's really in that same time period yeah. where they're still kind of, you know, using these tools to see what they can do. Um, but when I first saw Babe, I, you know, it's a really pretty simple childish story. Yeah. But I loved Babe when it first came out. I, I watched lo- it over and over again. I thought James Cromwell was excellent as he was the farmer. He was amazing. Uh, there were some really just, really the whole cast of, we'll just say, uh, of people in this movie because it's about animals. Um, they nailed the kind of like in a Tim Burton type characters where they have really interesting lines and wrinkles in their face. A lot of mm-hmm. characters. Uh, you know, the farmer's wife is another good example of that. But James Cromwell, you know, because he's so distinct in how he carries himself. Yeah. But going back, he was this, this movie based so much on these animals. You know, you had the duck 
and his kind of crazy storyline. You had the the shady, suspicious oh, yeah. cat, yeah. and uh, you know, just being just like the devilish creature it can be. You know, then all the other simple, you know, farm creatures, and of course the mother dog and their roles. Uh, and then, of course, how it concludes at the end of the movie with like kind of the, the sheep herding show and um, great story. And even though it's really simple in nature, uh, I thought Bay was a good movie for all audiences. Bay, and not only was it nominated for Best Picture, which was, you know, pretty historic for that, but uh, I remember specifically both Siskel and Ebert had it as their number one movie of the year that year. Huh. It was nominated for seven Oscars. And it did win for visual effects. Yeah, deservedly so. I love Babe. It was really, really close to be my number five. You know, while I'm thinking about it, I need to correct something I said a couple of weeks ago. I said that George Miller directed Babe. That's actually incorrect. He produced the first Babe, but he did direct Babe, Pig, Pig in, in the, the City. city. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. 97% on Rotten Tomatoes, Babe. That'll do, wow. Jacob. That'll do. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to bust that That's out. Awesome. I'm glad you got it in there, Brandon. I didn't even think about but that. But I twisted it. I said, you did. You did. Uh, Rachel, your number four favorite animal movie of all time. It's got to go to Lion King. Nice. nice. Lion King was, I was just trying to find its awards. I don't know what it was nominated for, but I'm sure it was nominated for a lot of stuff. And I think for people that, are around my age around in their 30s early 30s um this hit at like it was just the age where you started going to movies and really got into movies and things like that and i fell in love with the lion king because of course simba is adorable but he also turns into a very brave character Mm -hmm. there's like some scary stuff going on with scar You've got the Scar was a great villain he was a fantastic villain voiced Um, by jeremy irons mm -hmm. awesome and uh Simba was adorable, but then also uh, his father was amazing, too. He was. He didn't last that long. No. Because it's a Disney movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That is like the right They love killing off parents. Yeah. But Mufasa was was, was an awesome character. And And, and even the side characters like uh, Timon and Pumbaa ended up being a big deal. Yeah. Dude, I can bust out some Akuna Matata right now. Yeah, the well, soundtrack was great to it Oscars, as well. Uh, yeah. It's got four Oscar nominations, but they're all four for music. Three of them are for Elton John, uh, Can You Feel the Love Tonight, Circle, Circle of, Life. of Life, and Hakuna Matata. Yeah. Fantastic yeah. soundtrack. Uh, yeah, the soundtrack's so those good. Those 90s Disney movies really had it together. Oh, oh for sure. Oh, you put Elton John and some lions in the same room, you know something magical is going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when we talk about Zootopia, I mean, this, to me... The Lion King is what holds the candle to all animal movies. Right. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, Zootopia is the closest thing, I would think, to that many diverse animals that we've seen in movies, especially because we're doing cartoons here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lion King, uh, nothing, I don't think anything holds the candle to the Lion King. That's two-dimensional. Yeah. But not only did it resonate with the kids, like, adults really liked it, too, and it's become a musical. Like, that's yeah. how popular The Lion King is. Like, it's continued. It, it's it's become a classic. Oh, it has. It, it so. absolutely is a classic. And I think, really, of all the 90s Disney movies, it's probably considered the, the top one. I mean, like, kind of... I would think so. I mean, like, even in pop culture, you see a lot of, like, 
people holding up babies. It's a reference that everybody gets. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like yeah. it was a modern dog family. Like yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Remember uh, modern family? That's how That's Cam what I said. and Mitchell did. Lily, yeah. Presented Lily. To exactly. The family, it was yeah. Like it's, it's iconic. It's that yeah. embedded in culture now. Cause it's, it's just that good. It's of like a movie. there's Godfather and then there's, no but really i mean it really has become a modern classic it's become iconic it's become timeless i mean beauty and the beast kind of kicked off the whole thing and it was actually nominated for best picture but i think if you pulled 100 critics right now and said beauty and the beast or lion king yeah i mean i'm guessing 80 percent of them would go lion king yeah and then like 95 percent of of audience members would go lion king has just kind of become the most iconic i think the plays, the musicals are really good. Too. It's pretty <laughs> iconic, so I gave it number four. Would it have been ironic if Mufasa? <laughs> would it have been ironic if Mufasa would have leaned over to Simba, Simba and be like, "I am your father." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been perfect. Yeah, James Earl Jones exactly. twice. <laughs> oh man, blown opportunity. Yeah. It's too easy. It's just teed up Seriously. for you. <laughs> uh, my speaking of iconic lions, my number four favorite animal movie of all time is the wizard of oz nice uh yeah you got the cowardly lion as one of the main characters toto also one of the main characters you got flying monkeys as one of the main villains uh so it's a very animal heavy movie but i'm I'm really going with cowardly lion and toto here because they were very ever present throughout this movie but uh the wizard of oz is a movie that we haven't really talked about much on pulp fiction for some reason and I think we all we've love all it, right? Seen it probably multiple times. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I we used all to love watch it, right? Yearly, when it, we were on ABC or yeah. whatever channel. Oh, it was like a family tradition. My mo- my yeah. mom and my uncle, I remember it being like their favorite childhood movie, and so we watched it with them every year. Um, I mean, in a way, and we're really, in a sense, a younger audience to this movie. Yeah. I mean, that movie probably holds a special place in a lot of people's hearts, oh, yeah. mine it's, included. It's pretty timeless. Of, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, it's really one of the most iconic movies of all time. I yes. mean, really, I mean, yes. I would say if you were to list all the uh, top ten iconic movies of all time, probably Watch but Mojo has it on there, uh, uh, which does, is so yeah. funny because it came out the exact same year as Gone with the Wind. Another nineteen thirty nine. Yeah, yeah, that it's insane. Wait, and what's really insane is, um, you know, you can look at the special effects right now and be like, okay, whatever. But at that time. The special effects and then the color. Oh, yeah. Adding the color into yeah. it. It's, it's like a magical movie if you watch it. It holds up kind of as a really uh, – a ma- it feels special. It I'm does. To think of the, the shot where it's the bubble kind of zooming in closer and closer to the screen. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, that's 1939. Let's think about that that bubble. I think it's – is it Dorothy in the bubble or is it the shoes? or uh, It's when they're with all the, the munchkins, right? Yeah, I think it's Dorothy. I mean – that's that's crazy visual effects for oh, yeah. right right yeah oh yeah it was it was crazy visual effects and just like the 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 production design the yeah. sets the music was amazing the music of course was yeah. amazing um uh, uh Judy Garland was fantastic right. uh such a it's such a likable fun movie it's sweet it's funny um uh, you know what's great too is that that. The witch scared a lot of kids. The witch was the scary, witch was creepy. You know? Yeah, I wonder how that will translate to movies these days because they tone it down so much. Yeah, it's she's true. a great villain, and then it's a great twist too that the wizard isn't the wizard. Spoiler alert! Oh. Well, if you haven't watched the Wizard of Oz, <laughs> screw you! Don't even listen to our show anymore. We don't even. I'm just kidding. Keep listening. <laughs> Shame on you! Look, what did you do that for? 
I didn't buy them. No, but you tried to. It's bad enough picking on a straw man, but when you go around picking on poor little dogs... Well, you didn't have to go and hit me, did you? Is my nose bleeding? Well, of course not. My goodness, what a fuss you're making. Well, naturally, when you go around picking on things weaker than you are... Why, you're nothing but a great big coward. You're right. I am a coward. I haven't any courage at all. I even scare myself. <laughs> Look at the cycles under my eyes. I haven't slept in weeks. <laughs> Why don't you try counting sheep? That doesn't do any good. I'm afraid of them. <laughs> uh, the last thing I'll say is animal specific. I, I do love the cowardly lion. Maybe my favorite character in the whole hard movie. Not, hard not to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You could have seen Brandon's face. Too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you, thank you. The car- I was in the Wizard of Oz play when I was a kid. Uh, it's it's just or in high school. It's it's just. Uh, I, mean, I I just love the Wizard of Oz. Uh, I'm actually kind of sad it's only my number four. Uh, and then Toto, even though he doesn't say anything, he's he's a cutie. He's a cutie. It also taught us that you can't put lead paint on people. It's a bad idea. <laughs> so there's that life lesson Wait, that we what are you learned. Talking about. The actor got lead poisoning. Yeah. The Tin Man got lead poisoning yeah. from all the lead that was in the paint they put on yeah. us. I love movie trivia. Well, really? And the go. Wizard of Oz has so much movie trivia. Like, there's a whole thing with the Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. And oh, you play yeah. It the same have you ever time. done that? I have done it's, it. It's, it's strange. Crazy. Me and my high school friends who did. It doesn't work at times, did, but it certainly works in the beginning parts. All about it. Yeah. 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 Certainly in the beginning. For sure, lines. Then have you heard the whole thing about the the Munchkin that committed suicide and like you see it swinging? Right. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's kind of right. like the three and the baby thing. But it, there's a lot of fun trivia that goes along with with the Wizard of Oz. For sure. Okay, Jacob, your number three favorite animal movie of all time. I thought really strongly about putting this at my number one because I think it's the most important. If you're an animal lover, I think it's the most important animal movie I've ever seen. Oh, and Rachel, any guesses? I was going to make a joke, but no, this it's is going to take be too Yelda, long. Right? Oh, well, that's a good point. So freaking it's sad. It's Marley and me, actually. Oh, okay. Because I know some people who refuse to watch this movie because. How do you not spoil this, right? Oh, really? I've never seen they, you they refuse it to watch Marley and me because Marley dies. Yeah, that's why. Well, yeah, I, mean, I, like, I, knew that. I was like, I know the movie. I know he's going to die, so I don't want to watch it. I'm just, it's just going to be sad. I just don't want to watch it because it just looked bad. <laughs> oh, actually, it's pretty good. It's yeah. it's pretty good. Like it's actually doesn't have a very good rating on IMDb. It's a fifty three from the critics. I was uh, seven from the fans. But what Marley and Me does is it makes you just appreciate your pets so much more, and the time that you have with them. So you know, yeah, and you know, in particular, Marley is like this hellion of a you know golden retriever who tears up everything, eats everything. It would drive me insane if I had this dog. <laughs> But, you know, you create this bond with this animal that you live with for, you know, f- anywhere from, you know, f- for a decade, to even de- two decades if you're lucky, <laughs> which is probably unheard of. But yeah. point being is, is that by the end of it, you know what's happened. But, you know, the love that you share for these animals, it's, you know, you know what I'm getting at. It's it's a it's a major bond really that impacts your lifetime. Yeah. And. When people refuse to watch this movie, it's like, man, you would just appreciate your animals so much more if you see it. I just don't want to be sad. The first three quarters of it is really fun. It's humorous. It's based on the novel uh, written by John Grogan, which is a pretty big success. So 
Uh, is that why you all haven't watched this movie? Oh, I only haven't watched it because I knew that the dog was going to die and it was going to be super, super sad. It's really good. It's really good. Is that you the same for you, Rach? I just haven't watched it because it looked like a chick flick and I don't like chick flicks. Really? I, I, don't, <laughs> really think, I don't think it's a chick flick at all. I Usually I can identify with maybe I don't even see that, though. It's it's strictly a really it's a, most of it's comedy. And then it kind of hits that point at the end. But it's awesome. It's awesome. I loved it. And, you know, I'm sure you all have heard the stories of the boohooing and the crying. Oh, yeah. Like when, I mean, I heard old women just woohoo. I mean, just <laughs> I mean, yeah, and I had a lump in my throat, too. Uh, but it's it's a great, great movie. I, I think it's one of the most important animal movies for or one of important movie one of the most important movies for an animal ever to watch. Can I can I watch like the first three fourths of it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It is ironic that you said it's one of the most important for everybody watching, and, and I hadn't watched it for the whole reason that you were going to stay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just I just don't want to be sad. And apparently, it's based on true events. So yeah, I I might give it a watch for you. You sold it pretty well. You did sell it pretty well. You did. All right, I might watch Marley Me. Gosh, you're gonna make me cry. Rachel, <laughs> you're never on the happier times. So I know you won't have anything sad. Uh, well, this is kind of a sad story. Is it? But it gets happier. What's your number three favorite? Robin anime? Hood. This is Robin sad. Hood. You haven't listened to Not in Nottingham then. <laughs> That's not, that was sad. I love Disney's Robin Hood. We've talked about this before. Yes. Jake and I bonded over this. You did. The animated. Yeah. Yes. The older animated Robin <laughs> Hood, where Robin guys. Hood's the fox, and like, it's a fantastic movie. I'm going to talk about it every chance that I can get because I feel like it's completely underappreciated. Yeah, it's a lot of fun and forgotten. I feel like what, it what is forgotten. So, uh, luckily, our generation, you know, we got to kind of see it. But I'm worried that like a lot of kids out there don't know it's there now. It was also on Netflix for a little while. I don't know if it still is, but um, I watched it when it was on Netflix. And my sister's well. kids loved it. They loved it. Good. Um, and I don't know. I thought the characters were always a lot of fun. It's always cool that they use some of the same characters from the Jungle Book. Yeah. The snake, the bear specifically. Yeah. Little John is the bear, is, is basically Baloo. Yeah, exactly. You know something, Robin? You're taking too many chances. Chances? You must be joking. That was just a bit of a lark, Little John. Yeah. Take a look at your hat. That's not a candle on a cake. Hello. This one almost had my name on it, didn't it? They're getting better, you know. You've got to admit it. They are getting better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The next time, that sheriff will probably have a rope around our necks. <laughs> Pretty hard to laugh hanging there, Rob. Ha! The sheriff and his whole posse couldn't lift you off the ground. Oh, God. Hey, watch it, Rob. That's the only hat I've got. Oh, come along. You worry too much, old boy. You know something, Robin, I was just wondering? Are we good guys or bad guys? You know, I mean, uh, are robbing the rich to feed the poor? Rob? That's a naughty word. We never rob. We just sort of borrow a bit from those who can afford it. Borrow? <laughs> Boy, are we in debt. Uh, you know, and kind of funny that, you know, again, we did Zootopia, the fox is the main character. Why are foxes just... You know, as I, think they're, they're, I think they're slick, smart yeah. and cunning. You know? yeah, yeah. You made for a great Robin Hood. A fox is a great choice for Robin Hood. I get, yeah. Jason Bateman would have made a good Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> and I also really like the soundtrack to, to that Robin Hood as well. But anyways, I'm just going to keep bringing it up every chance I get because I want everybody to see the, the old. When was that made? Like the 70s? 
I do feel like you're right, though. It's kind of becoming under uh, kind of forgotten. It is forgotten. The, it's the a forgotten been Disney movie. Flooded with a lot of Robin Hood movies. It came out in 1973. So yeah, it's it's my favorite Robin Hood next to Robin Hood Men in Tights, of course. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> my, mine's still Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. Prince of Thieves is really good. That would actually be my yeah, second. I like Prince of Thieves. My number three favorite animal movie of all time is The Lion King. And since we talked at length about it and how much we all loved it and how awesome it was, the only other thing I'll add is um, I was really, really bummed out when I saw the whole um, sex in the uh, sky thing uh, <laughs> made by uh, made by some perv who probably snuck into – I think there's just some perv animator at There's Disney always one. Snuck, <laughs> like snuck in at like 3 a.m. when like everybody else was sleeping uh, and like, ha, 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 I'm going to put sex in the sky. Should have given me that bonus, Disney. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show Screw you. Screw you, Walt. Uh, but Lion King is iconic uh, and amazing, and it's my number three. Hey, well, Brandon, that's a good choice. To piggyback on that, it's my number two. Oh, perfect. Yeah, hey, kinda, Jacob, good choice. <laughs> I mean, and I said it a minute ago, too. I, I think as far as two-dimensional go, I, I believe it's their best movie. Yeah. Uh, can you imagine what it would look like if it were in 3D? Oh, man. Um, but wonder, you know what? Maybe part of the charm, too, is that it's in 2D. You know what I'm saying? Like the hand-drawn animation compared yeah. to computer animation. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if they wanted to cash that in and make it into 3D and re-release yeah, it. So I'm wondering if they ever, if they will start doing that at some point. I thought about that. I mean, they would that's ki- a good Right call. now they're making a killing off of making the real life movies, so like the Cinderella. Yeah. Like the, yeah. That's the, true. They've been doing that lately. Just wait until they start re-releasing these Disney movies That's in 3D. totally true. But one thing that made The Lion King so great, one of the many things, but I think it was perfectly casted. Yes. You think about the hyenas. I think you all said it a minute ago about you know the main characters, but even the hyenas with Whoopi Goldberg and, and yeah, uh, Cheech. That's Ran, true. There was just so many fun elements about this movie. I, I really, it's it's one of the it's one of the greatest cartoons of all time. What was that? <laughs> the weather, <laughs> very peculiar, don't you think? Yeah. Looks like the winds are changing. Ah, uh, change is good. Yeah, but it's not easy. I know what I have to do, but going back means I'll have to face my past. I've been running from it for so long. Ow! Jeez, what was that for? It doesn't matter. It's in the past. (laughs) Yeah, but it still hurts. Oh, yes, the past can hurt. But the way I see it, you can either run from it or learn from it. Ah! You see? So what are you going to do? First, I'm going to take your stick. No, 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 no! Not your stick! Hey! Where are you going? I'm going back! Good! Go on! Get out of here! <laughs> and I think one thing that hasn't been said, I think the character of Simba is just so strong because he's such a sweet, sweet, likable character that becomes like the ultimate badass. Like we don't get to see that very often that the sweetest guy in the story who'll hang out with like the losers uh, and is just like sweet and good to everybody also becomes the biggest badass. It's usually like different. There's a sweet character. There's a funny character. There's a badass character. And he's like the, the friendliest, sweetest one, but also like ends up being, I mean, because he's the king of the jungle. So I, mean, I, I just like it. It's true. 
I bet, I, there, I I bet there's a character. ton of movies out there. So what? I, I, so I bet there's so many movies out there where they start think off of as, one. I just can't think of one. Exactly. <laughs> there's no badasses that are super, super sweet that I can think of right now. Oh, sweet. I forgot. Okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There probably is, but I can't think of any right it now. It should also be Last noted. Dragon. <laughs> it should be noted that I'm currently drinking coffee out of Jacob's Lion King mug. Just throw that out there. You know that we're going to get a text on the way home from Jacob. Be like, "Ha, oh, Brandon! I thought of this movie. <laughs> yep, this, I, that's exactly gonna what's going to happen. I'll just go find some underdog list and you know, Rudy. No, he wasn't a badass. He the wasn't end. the badass. That's what, it's hard to find like a badass who's also like the sweetest, friendliest guy. Well, it's just one of those things you have to live up to your destiny, and that's yeah. another. You know, a, that's a movie that doesn't have too many thing themes. Yeah, you know? yeah that's true. That's true. So, uh, Rachel, your number two favorite animal movie of all time: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I'm going to jump in with you because my number two is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, you went between leaving it off and making it your number two. I, 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 I we I, discussed this before because I didn't know if it counted, even though they're very clearly turtles. It's in the title. So we kind well, of problem was I already had my list made out. Babe was my number five, and then she brought up Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like crap, you they can't, are animals, right? I because guess I have to include it, and if I include it, it's my number two. Yeah, because I didn't think of it, I didn't put it on my list. Because first off, let's make this let's make this perfectly clear. We're talking about the first Teenage yes. Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. not Secret not of the Michael Ooze. Bay, no. not no. a cartoon. I mean, no. yeah, the '90s cartoons were great. But, you know, and obviously not the sequels. The first yeah. one yeah. was amazing. The first one is probably my top 10 most watched movies of all time. I love it. I mean, me one. too. Yeah. Talk about how cool it is, Rachel. <laughs> yeah. uh, I didn't want to. I could talk about it for a while. So since oh, it's your movie, Rachel. Everybody jump in whenever you want. I mean, who doesn't love the Ninja Turtles? And, of course, I grew up watching the cartoons, so it's always kind of scary when they throw a movie in there. You never know what they're going to do. <clears throat> Garfield. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I thought they did so good. Yeah, I thought they did so good uh, translating these characters into a movie. Uh, captured all their personalities, and the turtles looked really cool too. Yep. Like, yeah, they were. Just it was such a fun movie. Yeah. yeah, and credit that to Jim uh, Jim Henson. Yeah, uh, they his production company. They're the ones who modeled and designed all that. Now, what is so ironic about that is that he was so upset about the violence in the first one. Which is why the follow follow ups were so corny and cheesy. Really? Yeah, that's why it happened because he didn't realize it was going to be that violent. And he was going to pull out. Hmm. No way. Which makes me so angry because um, I I just think that's so much of what the comic book is. Well, comic books yeah. are bloody. Yeah. Um, and vi- I mean they're violent. Yeah. I mean it was violent, but it wasn't like yeah, I mean, g- gory or over the top. I mean it was the, still comic right. booky violence right. to me. When the Foot Clan, you know, get punched and killed, they're all wearing black. You can't see blood. I mean, right. okay, so Raphael gets beat up a little bit, and he's got pink bruises on him. I mean, right. come on. I don't yeah. think it's it was violent. I mean, whatever, whatever. And I respect Jim Henson, so I'm not going to yeah downplay that, but. I really was so disappointed in everything that's followed it. Um, yeah. Well, I'll just say that for the two that followed it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what was so different about the original one and the ones that they made nowadays is now they're just kind of caricatures. Like, okay, so Michelangelo's yes. Michelangelo the cool is a guy. Party, so that's all he is yeah. in this new one. Like Leonardo, all he is is the leader, dude. Raphael, he's just mad. Like, whereas in the first one, they're like real fleshed out characters. Mm-hmm. As funny as that is to talk about. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
they're real characters. Splinter was a real character. Like, yeah. I mean, there there was more facets to each of them than just being the party. Right. Dude, yeah. Just right. being the smart one. Uh, and there was a real love amongst them. I mean, it sounds so funny to talk about this, but there was like a real brotherhood there was. amongst them, and you felt that. And then you felt their love for April, and April's love for them, and and there was like a real investment between the audience and these characters, which is crazy for four dudes in rubber suits, but you really felt it. Hey, what? Hmm. Raph, you're awake. You're- how do you feel? What's a guy gotta do to get some food around here? Hey! Hey, he's awake! He wants some food! Mm. Bring some food! You're gonna be okay, Raph. You're gonna be okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, Leo. Get a grip, will you? Listen, Raph. About what I said before. Uh, you know... About not needing you at all. Like, Leo, don't. Oh, boy, we missed you. It's a Kodak moment. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I mean, some of that can be credited to maybe the actors that they hired at the time. You have Corey Feldman, who, you know, he has a unique you know, sound about him. He does. And even when he, mostly when he was younger, I mean... he sounded heartfelt when he was concerned about things. Yes. Um, And the script, too, I think, was so much stronger. The funny parts were really, really funny. It was And still are. Yeah. You know, watching it now, they're still funny. Yeah, it really is. I mean, there's some glaring flaws in the first one. I think we all can admit that. We know it's not a 10. I mean, I'll give it a, you know, that because it's something personal. Yeah, it's a nostalgia. I love it. But I recognize that there's some bad acting in other places going on. Um, you know, just corny music or whatever. Right. In the 90s. right. I mean, it is a kids movie that was made in the 90s, right. so it's not the best picture winner or something, but... Right. A little bit of trivia here, which you all may or may not know because I have said this before, is that when this movie came out in 1990, it was the highest grossing independent film of all time. Yeah, yeah no you said that. No clue was going yeah. to do what it did. And what's nuts now is that it's not even in the top 10 anymore. Yeah. yeah. Of course, that's inflation sure. and 3D prices and all that stuff too, but it yeah. is nuts. Yeah. Oh, it's it's so good. There are so many adults, and when I say adults, because I don't picture myself as an adult sometimes, so people who are 10 to 20 years older than I am who are in disbelief that the, this fad is still as popular as it is. Like, I mean, I'm actually just really happy that they're still popular for children. Yeah. Uh, because because they've been around for 30 years now. You yeah. Know? I mean, that's insane. They created and, these characters while they were high. Really? They did. They were smoking some pot. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it would make sense. Yeah. But they created really interesting, like, they act like teenagers. Yeah. Like They do. Yeah, they do. That's why they've survived for so long is because the characters are really interesting. And they're relatable to kids and to teenagers. Like, they act like real teenagers and kids. And like Jacob was saying, like, I like – I think this is where you were going. Even if I don't really like what they've done with the current movies, I love that they're still around and still relevant and kids still love them. Whether or not I like what they're doing with the specific characters now, I like that they're still popular. It's just amazing to me. Like one thing that they're doing with the say, uh, the Force Awakens, they went back and they studied what was right, what 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 worked in the original trilogy, and that's all they. I think they would make so much if it's all about money. I think that they would make so much more money if they would tap into what the first one did. Yeah, 
Oh, absolutely. I'd still go see it, but now I'm like, oh my gosh, stop giving these to well, Michael they've Bay. Be- they've yeah. just become special effects. And the April O'Neil story. Oh, gosh. Well, and the, the first April wasn't even on, like, Megan No, Fox she wasn't was hot. That's no, not the point of April cute. O'Neil. Yeah. She's yeah. a smart reporter. Yeah. It's not that she's hot. April O'Neil was never hot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can you imagine if J.J. Abrams did the new Turtles movies Holy instead crap. of Michael Bay? I just got excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'd be amazing. Oh, Seriously. It'd be so JJ, cool. the, every great former franchise should just be given to J.J. Abrams. Anything pop culture, give it to J.J. Seriously. Which is funny because he doesn't want to be that guy, which is why he almost didn't take Star Wars. But we're like, dude, just keep taking just him. Take care just of get us. him off the ground at least. Yes, exactly. And then people like, can follow your, you know, what you've done. Your that blueprint. actually got me so excited. When you the thought of that. that. <laughs> the thought of that. I was like, can you imagine the look? Oh, oh be, my God. It'd be amazing. He, uh, you know, he, it, they it's would be not in good even hands. fair now. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. It makes me sad. Now. And then you think that Michael Bay's in charge and you get shrinkage. <sighs> but then you think about April O'Neil and then you, then it's better. Cowabunga. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Jacob. I can get it back. I can get it back. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, your number one favorite animal movie of all time. Pretty obvious. Pretty obvious. Yeah. Jaws. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's one of your favorite movies of all time, period. Yeah, so. yeah I know. And that's why I really wanted to flip flop Marley and me here. But I mean, yeah, it's Jaws and it never it's, talks back. It never, you know, uh, <laughs> gets out of the water. You really don't see it for three quarters of the movie. But when you do. But when you do. You poop your pants. I mean, it has an everlasting uh, presence. And it's one of the most like, I think, one of the. A, a big iconic movie and it's the first history. summer blockbuster of all time. Exactly, and uh, there's so much, so much about Jaws I could talk about. But if we're if I'm going to kind of just focus on the shark and really what what so we'll say Spielberg did technically with the movie is because they had so many you know problems with making the movie. They did not realize that saltwater was going to destroy oh, yeah. so much of the mechanical shark as they did. They were forced to use creative results, which is I've said this before, which is how you get some of the best movies out there when you're forced to think outside the box, you know, and you know, think about if you're in the water, if you can't see your feet, that's, I hate being in the water. If I can't see my feet And Jaws nails that. And, and yeah. Spielberg nails that it's a force that you can maybe identify with mm-hmm. and something that you could be really, truly terrified by. I'm, have we all been in the ocean in this room? Yeah. Yeah. I bet I've watched Jaws 50, you know, 50 times at least. And, uh, there's not one time I get in the water, whether it's a, a lake or an ocean. About I don't us. think of some stupid ass shark or yeah. turtle or whatever yep. Yep. gonna come get me. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I, I'm the same way in the ocean with with sharks or jaws, or like in the woods with Blair Witch Project. Like, <laughs> you just kind of your mind goes there. You know what's so funny about Jaws to me though? I watched it, you know, as a kid, and I hadn't watched it, you know, for as an adult until recently. And uh, as you know, scary as Jaws the character is I think the scariest part of the movie to me was uh, the part where the dead head like floated oh absolutely past the boat that's like got the biggest jump for me in that part of the movie they bring in like the screechy loud kind of music uh, sound effect uh, that just kind of goes with that yeah I saw that movie in theaters uh, in Pittsburgh a couple years ago and it was really fun to watch with a live audience I'd never seen it in uh, on the big screen and I was so excited to really just to watch the people around. And there were people who actually screamed. I mean, I was so... And actually, it made me jump in that particular scene. Uh, even though you knew it was... Even though it was coming. Times, yeah. And I see, yeah, seen it too many times. But um, 
it is such a great I don't know it's I think it's such a classic movie I loved I love Jaws so much yeah and I mean I even talked about the actors and just how that that trio is um, but you know I've talked about them before and I'll probably bring it up again sometime I think the best thing about Jaws for me personally is not only was it the first summer blockbuster but it kind of set the blueprint for making a blockbuster well it was what became classic Spielberg. Um, it was like the first step in that direction, showing that you can make this big summer movie with special effects, and, and it's a fun popcorn movie, but it's shot well, it's done well, it's acted well, it's written well. Yeah. You know, whereas now, you know, that's not so much the case anymore in a world of Transformers <laughs> and things like that. But, you know, throughout the rest of the 70s and 80s and 90s, it was that way. It kind of said that all the biggest, best ones – were that mold and now of course now they're brainless for the most part but yeah you know i just set the tone for a long time when we did our top five ensemble list this didn't even come up oh Hmm. yeah what a missed opportunity that's true (laughs) i mean roy schneider robert shaw richard dreyfus are who i'm talking about they're all equally amazing and really the best scene in the movie is robert shaw when he gives his monologue uh, oh yeah 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 uh 50 men in the water 50 what's that Oh, I was wondering, you know, I, I keep... The moment's passed. Edit this out. I was going to say you're going to need a bigger list when you're talking about <laughs> not included in your ensemble. <laughs> Leave that in. <laughs> Rachel. Two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> what is your number one favorite animal movie of all time? It's about as shocking as Jacob's pick of Jaws when I go with The Little Mermaid. Is the is a mermaid an animal? Half, but here's yeah. the deal: if, if if it's just, I'm sold. If we're just, sold. I mean, if we're talking about just cast main cast members being animals, you've got Flounder, you've got Sebastian. That's right. Ursula oh, was right. a freaking you octopus. You win. So, yep. Plenty of animals in this movie, just because yep. the prince Eric was a dude and. The Little Mermaid is only half an animal. Yeah, he's kind of a sicko now that I think about it. But yeah, you're no, right. No, he wasn't into her until she became human. Uh, I, you know, honestly, I haven't seen The Little Mermaid since I was probably like That's too 15. long. That's, yeah. that's too long. <laughs> and I think, I mean, do, what are your feelings on The Little Mermaid, Jacob? Uh, because it was more directed towards girls. That's what it's I was going to say. It, girly. I it, always you know, thought that really the lobster, Sebastian. Sebastian, he's yes. my funny. favorite. But he was my favorite. That was that time period where you had four of the great Disney movies. Really, because that, that was the first big one that came out in over a decade, I believe. Or in a long, long time. Right. The, but, of course, it followed. It was followed by Beauty, Beauty and the Beast, Lion King, or Aladdin, then Lion King. Yeah, yeah. which is so, all fantastic. You know, as a 12-year-old, 11-year-old, I don't know. I think that's 91, 92. Yeah, I think. You know, I liked it. 89. Oh, gosh, I, I, was, I was, was nine then. Yeah. Um, I I liked it, but it, like I think it was more toward to, to that's girls. That's how I am. That's why I watched it when I first came when I was a kid. I probably watched it like twice. And I was like, eh, I watched. Yeah. Okay, well, watch. as a girl, Little Mermaid is awesome. Oh, like, girls it, loved it's it. my niece's remember, favorite. Yeah, oh. my sister loved it. And I don't. And I honestly don't know what it is that attracts girls to the Little Mermaid so much. Even though it's that I ginger. mean, <laughs> there it is. Uh, but I absolutely love the Little Mermaid. I loved. The entire cast of characters, since we're talking about animals, we'll talk about Flounder and Sebastian, who are basically our best friends. Uh, 
And Flounder's the little, he's Flounder, I guess. <laughs> That's deep. <laughs> right? It's two o'clock in the morning. That I never really. Catfish, he's a, uh, what was he? <laughs> I don't know. Are Flounder's yellow and blue? Are Flounder's yellow and blue? I don't know. That Flounder was. Um, but he's like this sweet, supportive friend. And then Sebastian is kind of. I was going to call him edgy, but he's not really edgy. But I mean, like, There's nothing edgy in The Little Mermaid. <laughs> Shut it, Ursula. Well, and those the, eels, except man. The, except for the preacher who got a, a stiffy wall. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Speaking of. The, the same thanks. curve. Uh, the another same guy curve. did not get his bonus that yeah. year. <laughs> <laughs> and whoever did the DVD cover box, the, the poster artwork. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect, I've heard of all these phallic symbols. If you don't know what we're talking about, just type in Disney phallic symbols. <laughs> They're all over the They're place. All over the place. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I love The Little Mermaid. A lot of my friends want, they like have a weird mermaid obsession as adults. Um, it, it just resonated with females so well. Uh, it had a great soundtrack as well. I mean, just like all of those 90s Disney movies, it was just it's like the big it was four. fantastic. Yeah, it was like the big four. It's like the Mount Rushmore of, of Disney 90s movies. Yeah. And uh, I remember, I mean, when I was a little girl, I wanted to be Ariel. Like, wanted to dress like her. I would walk around and sing the songs. I distinctly remember, like, pulling my grandma aside and singing her songs and just making her sit there and watch me sing Little Mermaid songs. Gadgets yeah. and gizmos are plenty. I've got who's it's and what's it's galore. You want thingamabobs? I got 20. But who cares? No big deal. I want more. I want to be where the people are. I want to see, want to see them dancing, walking around on those, what do you call them? Oh, feet. <laughs> Flipping your fins, you don't get too far. Legs are required for jumping, dancing, strolling along down a... What's that word again? Street. Up where they walk, up where they run, up where they stay all day in the sun. Wandering free, wish I could be part of that world. I had a Little Mermaid sixteen for my sixteenth birthday. I had a Little Mermaid cake. Like, did you say sixteenth birthday? Yep. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I really love Little Mermaid, yeah, and cool. I always will. <laughs> yeah, you didn't act like it was real cool, but anyway, Dude, I'm wearing Spider Man underoos right now. I can't <laughs> really see much. Good point. Uh, it, Ursula was scary. I don't. I can't say enough. Ursula is still scary. Yeah, she she's is freaky. scary. Yeah. Uh, but I thought not just Little Mermaid, but the entire cast of all of her friends and all of the other animals in that movie were really good. The whole thing's so good. I really like Sebastian. Kiss the Girl and Under the Sea were great. Yeah, they is, were. Is it based off of a, any kind of a ancient story or old folk tale? I actually don't know. know. I don't, it, as far as I know. Scratch. I think it's based on a Tom Hank movie called Splash. Tom Hank? <laughs> <laughs> As far as, I mean, I I honestly haven't done a lot of research into it. I don't know if it was based off anything or not, but. I don't know. I was 13, so I thought was was six. I thought she was a hot piece of tail. Tail? (laughs) No pun intended. You got it it in there. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I did. Uh, 
Just, she's a mermaid, bro. It's a cartoon, dude. She's half human. Not the bottom half. Hey, that movie won two Oscars for original song and uh, original score. Nice. Deservedly so. Knocking it out of the park with those songs. Yeah, they were. My number one, that's probably the most passionate I've seen you about a movie on your list in a long time. I freaking love The Little I Mermaid. Tell. I can tell. Um, I haven't seen her act like that since Scarface. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> My number one favorite animal movie of all time. Spider-Man. Was, uh, I, he, he was bitten by an animal. I would have kicked you out. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's probably pretty obvious, too. Uh, yep. My Little Godfather. Pony. <laughs> oh, the horse! I mean, come on! Hey, good call. Uh, no, minus. It was a major scene, man. <laughs> My number one is uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, um, nice. it's uh, it's in my top ten favorite movies of all time. Uh, I've talked. Jacob and I have both kind of talked at length about Who Framed Roger Rabbit on the show, so I won't delve too much into it. I just. Uh, from the moment I saw it when it first came out, uh, I remember, I remember that year for Christmas, uh, I asked my mom for, that's what I wanted for Christmas was just who framed Roger Rabbit on VHS back when VHS has cost like $30 a piece. It was a big Christmas gift, <laughs> but that, and then I got it, uh, and I remember being super pumped and I watched it like every day for like the next couple of years. Uh, I just love who framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Take comfort, son. You're not the first man his wife played patty cake on him. I just don't believe it. I won't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Believe it, kid. I took the pictures myself. She played patty cake. No, not my Jessica. Not patty cake. This is impossible. I don't believe it. It can't be. It just can't be. Jessica's my wife. It's absolutely impossible. Jessica's the light of my life. The apple of my eye. The green of my coffee. You better start drinking it black because Acme's taking the clean now. Hard to believe. Marvin Acme's been my friend and neighbor for 30 years. Who would have thought he was a sugar daddy? Somebody must have made it do it. Now drink this, son. It'll make you feel better. Uh, Who from Roger Rabbit uh, came out in 1988. It was directed by Robert Zemeckis. Uh, it was nominated for multiple awards. I'm guessing it's probably won a couple of awards because of the technical things that it accomplished. Yeah, it I remember three it won a special award. I remember they give it like a special, we're yep. just going to come up with an award and give it to you because that was crazy what yep. you just it, did. Yeah, I mean, it won three Oscars. One was a special achievement award. The second was editing and then best effects, sound effects. Yeah. Um, what's so crazy, I mean, I could talk about this movie for a while. One thing that's really crazy about this movie is that we never really saw Roger after this. I you know. know what I, mean? I know. It's crazy. Like, I think he was in like one or two else. shorts after that, and that was it. Right. It was huge. It became iconic, and that was it. Now, That's is, so that, weird. Is that make it? Does that make it better or I worse? I think so. I like it. I like. 
You know, it would have been kind of cool because it would have, you know, if he would have become, it would be, I guess, less forgotten. It would probably be held up more. Sure. You know, younger kids would still know about it because he'd become this huge character. Um, but I like that it was a one-off. Mm-hmm. That's so rare that you have a massive hit, commercial and critical success, mm-hmm. that they just left it alone. It was a one-time deal. I think that's cool. I think it's really cool. Um, I think Rachel just saw this movie for the first time earlier this year, right? Or last year? Who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. No. I thought that was your first time. No. That's what was in my head as well. No, it's the first time I watched it in a long time. Uh, but it wasn't the your first time. Like... As an adult, probably. Okay. Yeah. Did you like it a lot more? Or did you remember a lot about it when you saw it? I mean, I remembered all of the... I mean, the part that I remembered most is dipping the shoe into the dip. Yeah, but not as a professional was... movie critic. You know? <laughs> yeah, so <true>. professional. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it, it holds up really well. I liked it as an adult, yeah. too. The, the technical tricks that they pull off are oh, just amazing. Just incredible. And I've said this before. When you watch it, watch the shadows in the movie. Watch mm-hmm. how, and I mean, like, the shadows of the cartoon characters on real people, on real mm-hmm. walls. How they pull these stuff off was unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, here's some trivia for you that you may or may not know. Is that, okay, this is the first time that Disney and Looney Tunes yeah. were ever, Warner Brothers were ever together on, you know, in any kind of a movie ever, right? Yep. So the deal was, was that Mickey Mouse could not have more screen time than Bugs, Bugs Bunny. Bunny. Yeah. So yeah. in every scene of that movie, they're always in the same. That's so all, They have the exact same screen time. That's so And funny. I believe the same goes for Daffy Duck and, um, for Donald. and Donald. Which Duck, ended up being a great scene. The piano the duel. The piano scene. duel, which is an amazing scene. Yeah, it's an awesome scene. Because <laughs> you really kind of do realize the similarities of those two characters. Hot-headed. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, Absolutely. You know. And that kind of brings forth to the forefront. I'm like, whoa, they really are a lot alike. Yeah. 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 Um, such a cool, unique, I mean... It is a one-of-a-kind movie yeah. that weirdly hasn't been... Not only did they not make a sequel, they haven't really done anything like that since. Like they, the, Isn't that crazy? It's weird that they didn't you, kind of piggyback have on like that. Cool would, World? Yeah, Cool World, which which blew. What else was really out there with that, that dealt with cartoons and real people? That's really all I can think of. Yeah. And it's the, kind of the first time that... That's the only time that those characters have all come together. Like, it's so weird. It was such a massive success, and it's kind of just been left alone on its own. I would think that own. would open a whole world of genres. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And for us to only, we can only think of two. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's one of a kind. It's a special, special movie. And not only, you, you mentioned the technical aspects and all that, but the script was super sharp. It was funny. Um, the acting was really Bob Hoskins was outstanding Bob in it. Was amazing. He in was it. so good in it. Of course, Kathleen Turner, uh, Charles Fleischer, who played uh, Roger Rabbit. The, the the whole thing, all the way around, was just so well yeah. done. It was. Uh, I, I didn't even mention this. It was also nominated for cinematography, art direction, sound. Um, for a movie like seven, eight Oscars. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's awesome. and for an animated movie, it's 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 special to be nominated for those kind of awards. <laughs> 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 Uh, nah, nah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I thought complete fail. <laughs> You're a way I, better cowardly lion. <laughs> <laughs> Back when I was like, uh, you know, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, I watched this movie like every day. I could. I could do a pretty decent Roger. I thought it was going to come back to me, and you guys. I was no, it's not like away. riding a bike. Apparently, no, it's not. I need to work on my Roger. 
Uh, <laughs> she like basically just farted in your microphone. <laughs> what a complete fail. <laughs> if your butt were to sound like Roger Rabbit, this is what it would sound like. Uh, so some honorable mentions, some movies that we didn't get to mention, some other favorite animal movies that didn't quite make the cut. Jacob. Well, what's funny is that I really didn't have any others that I loved or mm-hmm. that I couldn't think of. I mean, I didn't think of a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I intentionally left you know Roger Rabbit off. You know, when I first said I was going to do a cartoon, I forgot. Like, I think The Lion King is really... You know, stands out as far as animal movies above so many other ones. It was the only one that made all three of our lists. Right. So I, so these other four that I have, I really, really just want to call them shout outs. Um, Old Yeller, because how do you not bring up Old Yeller? <laughs> you said shout outs, Old Yeller. <laughs> <laughs> Good catch. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I haven't seen Old Yeller since I was a, a child. You know, I remember yeah, thinking either. that movie was boring. <laughs> Well, I don't. All I remember right, is the last, the last you five laugh, minutes of that but it movie. is. I just don't remember. I just remember the dog dying. That's all I remember right. about it. Um, where the red fern grows. Oh yeah, man, these are so sad. Right. Uh, here's a funny story about where the red fern grows, and if you've <laughs> That's never, never been said before, <laughs> <laughs> I think this is pretty funny. <laughs> so I was reading this book uh, when I was in seventh grade, I believe, uh, for a book report. And I went to go play basketball with the team and I was finishing the novel on the bus ride back into town. And how do you finish the novel of uh, where the red fern grows, where the two dogs die? And I'm sitting there crying my eyes out (laughs) around all my teammates. That's awesome. Thank goodness it was dark out because I'm just like ducking my head into the chair. (laughs) So none of my buddies would see me like over there just crying. That is awesome. (laughs) That's my memory of where the red fern grows. I love that actually. But that is an amazing book. And it's, I mean, really, really good read. Um, since I brought up Turner and Hooch, I did want to do a shout out to K9. Yeah. Uh, it's not that great of a movie, but the best scene, and I think one of the best scenes in any kind of movie with live actions is when at the very end where Jerry is the name of the, the dog, what kind of uh, German shepherd. Yeah. And Jim Belushi believes, is it Jim or James? It's James. 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 Well, Jim. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, so it's James Belushi thinks he's dead and, and uh, he's just like giving this long monologue about whatever. And he realizes that Jerry's awake and he's in recovery. And he just turns around and she goes, you asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Yeah, that scene that and the scene hilarious. where he catches the cue ball and breaks it in half were both two really awesome scenes in that movie. Dude, I... T- I- Totally forgot yeah, about I mean, that. Really, that's that's another flick where you've got a great kind of combo of this this comedian. Yeah, I mean, he makes that he makes Jerry. Oh wait, is that Turner or Hooch? Where they where he makes him run outside the car for who knows how long. I don't know. Jerry also rips shreds that car in half. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty good you know yeah. cop buddy cop movie. Yeah. Uh, lastly, uh, Benji the Hunted. Did you all watch this when you were a kid? You know, no, I, I, I actually really liked the Benji movies. I really enjoyed the Benji movies. That's the only one I remember. And my sister and I watched it all the time as a kid. And the story of Benji the Hunted is he's, he gets lost out in the wild. I believe I want to say Alaska or well, at least say Canada or something like that. And it comes up on some uh, baby mountain lions, which he decides to uh, nurture and take care of. Until he finally finds a uh, an adopted mother, you know, mountain lion, um, <laughs> uh, by the end of the movie, and it's pretty simple. I mean, there's probably a whole lot, there's not a whole lot of dialogue, and you know, going on in the movie. But my sister and I loved it when we were kids, and I've never seen it anywhere since. And you know, I'm sure kids will still love it to this day. But 
we loved it when we were kids. I just want to give a shout out. I'm glad you brought it up because it gives me an opportunity to name drop. Uh, <laughs> I actually interviewed the creator of Benji uh, back when I worked at the radio station really? because they came out with a, do you remember this yes i do actually they came out with a new benji movie i guess in the early 2000s and uh i interviewed joe camp the the creator of of benji huh. that's all uh were, were super there, super super benji print. movies because the first one was there in was a ton of them yeah okay. there was there was a lot of them a whole lot of them uh yeah, I just he was super friendly. I just wanted to name drop and seem cool. <laughs> Everybody thinks you're the coolest. Uh, now. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, uh, your honorable mentions. Um, I had, I did have Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I had an American Tale. Five goes west. Good choice. Um, and I also had Sea Biscuit. I had Sea Biscuit. That's a good I figured choice. that you did. I like Sea Biscuit. Yeah, that's my favorite horse. Toby Maguire. He wasn't the horse, uh, Jacob. Annoying. <laughs> yeah, that guy's annoying. Jacob has he an irrational in, hate for anybody who's ever played Spider-Man. He was in Tropic Thunder, though, uh, playing uh, the gay lover of Lazarus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You accepted him as that? <laughs> funny. You were good? You were good with that <laughs> role? I laughed at. Okay. <laughs> That's it. That was all the other ones that I had. Um, the other ones I want to bring up, I consider the Muppets, just because they are animal, you know, Kermit and... Uh, but they're Bobby, puppets, yeah. so I, I, I kind of left them out. Uh, I want to bring up Charlotte's Web. I really love Charlotte's Web. The cartoon and the one that came out like 10 years ago. Uh, the cartoon. I love the cartoon as a Agreed. kid. Uh, and I love the book. Uh, both Rise of and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Really, really, point. really, really close to making my number five list. Dang. And that's Caesar, really good. Caesar would be one of my top three or four favorite animal characters. Brandon freaking loves Caesar. I love like him. A, to a ridiculous degree. Like irrationally love yes. Caesar. He is like one of my favorite characters. Well, two things. I loved the classics as a kid, yeah. especially the, the first one. Yeah. Um, and then to the new ones, Andy Serkis, Caesar. Oh, voice of Caesar, so good. He's amazing. He and is. I cannot wait for the day that they finally recognize him and give him at least an honorary. You know, I thought it was awesome. They actually got let him speak. That was one of the coolest parts because he's never got a, kind of a moment to shine. So yeah. the fact that they kind of spotlighted him during the Oscars. Yeah. Spotlight one, by yeah. the way. Really uh, cool because actually he's got great stage presence. He does. Well, is he theatrically trained? He is. Isn't that right? Okay. Yeah, he is. Um, I also had Babe down uh, and Seabiscuit down, Turner and Hooch. And really, really quickly, I'm going to give some shout outs to Space Jam because, hello, Space Jam. Uh, the Fox and the Hound, one of my favorite animated movies of all time. Uh, Donnie Darko, Creepy Bunny. Uh, the Peanuts movie, which you guys, the Peanuts movie, which you guys irrationally hate. The Peanuts movie. It's just so sweet. Uh <laughs> Y'all need to kiss it. <laughs> I also had Jaws and Cujo, two of the best uh, animal villains of all time. Uh, Snakes on a Plane, also a great movie villain. Uh, Bambi, Dumbo, Jungle Book. And special shout-outs, I want to save them for last, to uh, Piranha and Sharknado. <laughs> Yeah. And Birdemic. Okay. Yeah, Bird Sad that Jaws and Sharknado are both in your honorable mention. <laughs> Unbelievable. And I say Sharknado for the special. I won't even one. watch that that movie. <laughs> I, won't even, I won't do it. Oh, it's so good. Like, it's so terrible. It's, I refuse it's the worst. to watch it. Oh, but it's so funny. Yeah. Uh, we'll have none you, of my money. <laughs> there you go. That is our favorite animal movies of all time. Tell us what your favorite movies featuring an animal as a main character is. 
on our Facebook page or on our SoundCloud page. Thank you so much to listen uh, for listening to Pulp Fiction. And if he falls in love tonight, it can be assumed. His carefree days with us are history. In short, our 